The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, you just got me rolling it solo tonight. But wow, what a pleasure it is to be here. There's so many things going on in the world of sport. The NFL draft, we just had it. And as expected, um, the number one draft pick was a kid from Texas A&M. And uh, hey, you know, it's, it's yet to be seen uh, what what he's going to do. You know, um, uh, it's, it's, but however, you know, there were some, um, there were some unexpected picks in the NFL first round and my homeboy, Jim Kelly's nephew, um, went as a last player selected in the NFL draft. But this kid, Miles Garrett out of Texas A&M, he was the first player selected in the NFL draft and, um. He almost he almost dared everybody not to take him as dared Cleveland not to take him as a first player, and uh, I, you know and I'm not sure if they made a good decision or a bad decision. I, I, I I'm sort of leaning towards being a good decision. You can't go wrong with a with a, with a defensive player, you know. And hopefully he stays healthy. And if he stays healthy and uh, and averages uh, seven sacks a year, eight, twelve sacks in one of these next three seasons. Uh, we're going to be talking highly about him. But uh, this kid, he said he wants to be called Mitchell Trubisky. Trubowski. Hey, ah, wow, Mitch Trubowski. He uh, is a quarterback from North Carolina, the ACC, a conference that he has never, ever won. Um, he played three years at North Carolina. Uh, he only started one this past season, and a lot of people say he didn't really stand out as a standout quarterback this last season. I didn't see him as a standout quarterback. He beat Miami, but I didn't see him as a as a number one throw, n- number two pick in the NFL draft in 2017. Throw all your chips in on Mitch Trubowski. I, I I just didn't see this, and I don't. And I don't think a lot of other people saw this. And I think it's a lot of people concerned. And you wonder where, what direction is Chicago going? You know, um, wow. When you, when, you see, when you see this kind of a pick from them with the second pick, um, this kid Solomon Thomas from, um, from Stanford, you know, he's a defensive end. Um, 
get off the get off the ball really quick, a lot of size, uh, but you just almost can't go wrong with these players at defensive end. Now here is the kicker, not the kicker, but it's 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 a it's a little bit of a question. The Jacksonville Jaguars, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Leonard Fournette. Now, um, Leonard Fournette is a outstanding running back out of um, LSU. Now, we and, and, and trust me, people in Jacksonville, I think they're very excited. Um, I, I'm excited about Leonard Fournette going to Jacksonville. I know Tom Coughlin will not let us down. You know, and I'm and I and I call myself a Jacksonville fan because my grandson is a Jacksonville fan. He lives in Jacksonville, and I, I I've always been a little partial towards Jacksonville because that's the closest NFL team to me, and I've gone to quite a few games in Jacksonville uh, since the existence of the pro, of the team. But I, I guess I I I, I, I it's, it's, you wonder um, how much longer is Blake Bortles going to be in Jacksonville, and is Leonard Fournette just going to be a workhorse running back? Because we've seen that these workhorse running backs in the NFL just don't last long, and he has a tendency to um, to carry around some injuries. So we it's 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 yet to be seen what's going to happen um, with Leonard Fournette. I'm happy to see him coming to Jacksonville. I, I really am because I think that's going to be a, a, a outstanding pick. Um, for the for the, I, I think that's going to be our standing pick for Jacksonville. I, I, I really think that that um, he's what they need. Um, uh, he he really is. I, I, he's a young, explosive um, running back, and uh, and I, I just really think that's that's what they need right now. Um, you know, they need some help. They need somebody that's gonna that's gonna be able to break away, take take the distance. And and I think Fournette is is that kind of guy. I, I just I just really do. I think um, I think Leonard Fournette is uh, is is the kind of guy that's that's um, I won't, I won't, I'm not going to throw him in the same category as Earl Campbell and, and those kind of running backs. But uh, I, I I will pretty, I will throw him maybe in that category with Ezekiel Elliott. I think he's that kind of player. I think he um, I, I I really think that. Um, that uh, he has a chance to to um, to to really to really do some things. Now with the with the Tennessee Titans, um, they moved up. They took a they they had the Rams pick in a trade, and they took um, Western Michigan wide receiver Corey Davis. Now, you know, I think this is a – I'm not going to say it's a stretch because, hey, <laughs> um, Jerry Rice came from a smaller school, um, you know, so I, I can't say anything about that. But the Los Angeles um, – um, the, 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 with the sixth pick, the Jets took Jamal Adams. And um, I hey, we'll, that's yet to be seen how how that works out for the Jets. But Clemson wide receiver was taken by the L.A. Chargers. Now that's gonna take a little bit of getting used to us saying the L.A. Chargers, because 
some of us are just so used to saying the San Diego Chargers. So we're going to just say the L.A. Chargers. Not the Los Angeles Chargers, but the L.A. Chargers uh, drafted Clemson wide receiver Mike Williams. Now, <laughs> you know, I... I Clemson, you know, they've had some wide receivers come through in the last few years that have uh, that have done some things, and Mike Williams has proven to be a, a solid wide receiver at Clemson. Um, this kid stayed all four years, um, solid player. I think I think um, I really think Philip Rivers, in the twilight of his career, has finally got another weapon. Uh, since he lost Vincent Jackson a couple of years ago to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I'm happy to see um, uh, Phillip Rivers get this wide receiver, um, Mike Williams, out of Clemson. He's a big kid, too. I think that's going to be a lot of help for him. But um, a lot of people are really concerned, or not concerned, but question Carolina's pick, Christian uh, McCaffrey. And, and yeah, I, I guess I would have to question Carolina's pick, Christian McCaffrey, as well. You know, um, this is a guy a lot of people thought we might see in the second round. This is the same guy that refused to work out um, later on in the season. He wouldn't, wouldn't have private workouts for teams. Uh, he's not very big. A lot of people say he's a, a dual weapon because um, – because he can actually um, he can return kicks, but um, but then when you hear people saying, "Oh, he's a kind of he's a Danny Woodhead kind of running back," man, D- Danny Woodhead would have never been drafted number eight in the NFL draft. And I just really question Carolina taking this guy at the eighth pick. Wow, ah, wow. I mean, eighth pick, but. You know, the Cincinnati Bengals uh, took wide receiver Ross, uh, John Ross, and uh, this is a this is a big wide receiver too. And I think that might be a good pick for them. Um, hey, you almost can't go wrong with receivers early in the game. Hey, we got Red on the line. Red, what's happening? What's going on, man? Give me one second. I was just opening the garage. My God, boy, your timing is impeccable. Hey, man. Well, thank you. Thank you. I, I, really, right. I really appreciate this. You know, hey, um, <laughs> we, we often talking about the NFL draft. I, I think things went very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. the Jags did all right. Listen, let me ask you about uh, the Leonard Fournette pick. I mean, what, what was your thoughts on that? I trust Tom Coughlin. I, uh, you know what? I mean... It's not my team. I have a friend that, that, that is a very big Jags enthusiast, you know what I mean? And I told him the same thing, man. He was not happy with the Leonard Fournette pick. He says, oh, my God, he was overdrafted. We could have let that pick go and got two more and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, man, Tom Coughlin thought y'all needed a running back. I can understand you, uh, you know, you maybe wanted somebody else. But now that you got the guy, you got to get that guy a shot, man. He's like, oh man, I don't like him. I don't, I don't like the pick and blah blah blah. Man, I, it's a whole bunch of people wish they got got Leonard Fournette, man. I really feel differently about it. I think I think Tom Coughlin really needed a franchise player. 
they have not won on this on offense, and you got to have at least something that resembles a franchise player on offense. I think this kid yeah. resembles Ezekiel Elliott a little bit, but maybe not with the with the hands. And I think if he work on his hands, I think Tom Coughlin is going to have him have his hands right before before it's all over. And I think he's going to yeah. be a really solid running back. No, he's going to be yeah. a good running back. Coming out the blocks, he's going to be a good running black running back. That's what I mean. That was kind of my thoughts, you know. But uh, I don't know. He's his own. I mean, he's his own. Yeah, that's a Jags problem. You know what I mean? Let's talk about some of them buck problems. You know what I mean? I, I hear you. I hear you, Red. I, yeah, I, I yeah, really yeah. do. Yeah. And you know, and, yeah. and um. You know, I, I applaud I applaud Jameis Winston before I go any further for helping our boy Kanasi um, uh, Perry work out a little bit. I saw that um, in the news this week, and um, you know, oh, and yeah. I applaud at the quarterback that's coming to the University of Miami that that broke oh, all the Dante okay, yeah. Culpepper yeah. records in, in O'Kella at Vanguard yeah, High yeah. School. Yeah, that's a special kid. Oh, the kid. Yeah, that's what, oh, yeah. Uh, what is it, Vanguard? Vanguard High School broke all of Dante yeah, Culpepper's yeah. records, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. So no, we saw him. I, I haven't seen. Yeah. I haven't seen him play, but I mean, I've heard about that kid. Well, he's going to be on the campus this year, this 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 month. He comes to school this month uh, to the University yeah. of Miami. Hey, but Red, um, you know, I was, I was, I, I have a little skepticism about the pick with Tampa um, taking a tight end, and and I I, I see this kid, um, uh, OJ Howard. Um, Alabama tight end. Uh-huh. He was he was a solid player, but I just don't see that Gronkowski, Jimmy Graham. Um, I don't I don't I don't even see Jijoku in this kid. I I, I see him. Um, maybe maybe he's you really didn't kinda, see Jimmy Graham be Jimmy Graham until he was Jimmy Graham. I mean, if you get with a player, I mean, you got to give that guy a shot. You got to give him a chance first. That dude is like six six two fifty, man. And he's still a gent. He still got some going to do, man. I mean, you think he was overdrafted? Is that what you're saying? I think he was overdrafted. Listen, man, he was projected to go at number six. That stuff. Y'all got him. Y'all got him at nineteen. That, that, that the, uh, the the uh, the Bears and the Browns and San Fran did in the, at the beginning of the draft. That turned the whole draft over. Turned the whole draft upside down, man. That dude, I tell you what, that guy you just talking about when I got on the phone, uh, I think he was overdrafted, John Ross. I think he was a bit overdrafted, man. I mean, he I was think a good he player. was a bit overdrafted I mean, too. He, I, I, I really do. Ross, I think John Ross was bad, a bit overdrafted. He, 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 he is he. He's not that big, man. He's not that big, dude. I mean, I'm not gonna question the man. You know, before he uh, he take the field, you know, I don't I don't want to do that. Let's give him all a chance, but uh. I mean, seriously, I think he was overdrafted. That that dude was taking what number six? You said, yeah. Come on, man. Hey, Come on, man. He he was taking with Florida Clemson wide receiver. You know, I Mike know Williams. It. I know it. I mean, yeah. that speed alone got him drafted, man. We'll see how durable he is and everything. I mean, what what is that guy? One hundred seventy-five pounds. He could not uh, no big guy. <laughs> He's not no big guy. But we'll see. I mean, like we, again, we, I don't want to, you know, shoot him down before he gets out the blocks. So, you know. What? What are you? How do you feel about the Tampa Bay pick? You feel it was a good pick? Who OJ Howard? 
Yeah. You you happy I'm with the I'm not upset with it. I was really expecting Daddy Cook. I really was, but um, uh, I think it was a situation where they took the best player on the, on the board at that time. You know, you know, you you, you want somebody, but uh, you know, there's this guy just hanging right in front of you. Like I said, man, OJ Howard was projected to go to the Jets at number six. I think, man. You know, I'm I'm a Jameis Winston fan. I pull for the guy. And yeah. I think anytime you can get some help for your quarterback and he's young, I think that's a that's, that's a good thing. So I don't I don't, I think that's almost like a, a Christmas present for Jameis Winston. So if, yeah, if this is gonna and, and I think Jameis Winston with one or two more weapons, one more weapon last year could have had Tampa Bay in the playoffs. And this might be that weapon they need to put them in the playoffs. Look, man, it ain't just going to be one. I'm telling you right now, man, they got some guys. They picked up 14 guys that didn't get drafted. One of them, one of them is, well, a couple of them are quarterbacks. And these guys, I'm expecting something from one of these guys. No joke. One of them is 6'1", 6'2". Ban- uh, not Vanderbilt, uh, Boise State. I'm looking for them cats, man. I mean, look, look. Undrafted players that let me see undrafted players that performed on the Bucks last year. Cam Brait, you got Cam Brait. He's an undrafted free agent. Who would have thought he'd be what he'd be? I mean, uh, not getting picked up. Who else was it? Uh, man, my goodness, it escaped me right now. But uh, undrafted players, man, uh, undrafted players make make rosters all the time. Oh, no doubt. That's not without a question. Um, But do the Bucs have what they need to get into the playoffs? Because we we all know all you got to do is get in the playoffs. You understand what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And I think Jameis Winston, he needed a few more weapons to get in the playoffs. They still, to me, haven't addressed the most important thing on offense, and that's the running back. They have to bring in somebody that's looking for – Something they a little did. bit more than three years in the, in the NFL. And who who did they bring back. in? They got a running back out of this draft. They got another one from Boise State. Him from Boise oh. State as well. Nice looking running back. Ain't the biggest dude in the world, but uh, he a prospect. Oh yeah, Peyton Jer- Jer- Jeremy McNichols, uh, yeah. uh, undrafted, made the team. Hey, I, I'm 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 not saying you got to I think we're gonna have to come up a little bit more. Well, it, it, I'm not saying undrafted players can't make it. But I think the Bucks have to address the running back situation. It still, it still hasn't been addressed. Hey, Ray, we're gonna have to let you go, man. We got some other people on the line trying to get through the sports info. You, um, we appreciate you calling. You got it, man. Thanks for having me. Always, no doubt. Hey, guys, we're gonna take a quick, quick commercial break, and then we're gonna come back with more guests on the Sports Info UM Radio Show on VoiceAmerica.com. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. 
If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Join Matt Fish and Alex Clancy every week for Rebound Radio. We'll talk with the legends of basketball about how they got started, their rise to the top of the game, how basketball has changed their lives, and what they're up to now. Just like the game itself, you'll find that lives can pivot on a dime. There can be last-minute saves, and life is anything but run-of-the-mill. Rebound Radio can be heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You won't want to miss the next show. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, we're lobbing lead and punching paper. As we talk firearms, ammunition, accessories, and gear, we'll also take an in-depth look at becoming a better marksman and fostering the next generation of hunters. Joining us is Jim and John Scouten of Shooting USA and Jeremy Millette from Silencer Shop. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888 346 9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, we got Vince on the line. Vince talking about that NBA and LeBron James. What's going on, Vince? Hey, how you doing, Miss Ottawa? Hey, I'm doing great. They had and what you think they're gonna do? I I really think they're gonna. Uh, I think they're gonna take this series, and it wouldn't surprise me if if they take this in four or five games. LeBron like rest, man. So he go out there, he try to win every game. He gonna try to sweep everybody because he like rest, really. You know. You know. I believe. Hey, did you see the game yesterday? Which which one? The Clippers got put out, or are you talking about yeah. the Celtics? The Celtics win over Washington. I the the, the, the the impressive win was Utah. They played like champions yesterday. They played like they deserved to be there. So they want yeah. to go to state. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think well, with yeah. a lot of heart. Celtics yeah, played with a lot of heart. Yes, I did. I will give them that, and they and a lot of support from their fans. And I don't yeah, think no yeah. fans in the world like the Celtics fans. Well, I tell you this, uh, you know, the Celtics got a lot of fans all over the world. Uh, oh, and and they definitely got a lot of fans down there in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. When I lived down in Lauderdale, everybody loved mm-hmm. the Celtics. My goodness, I, you know, and and I grew up. My both my parents loved the Celtics. And when I was growing up, every Sunday the Celtics played on TV, 
every Sunday the Celtics played on TV. And to this day, you don't hear a lot of people talk about this dude, John Havlicek, one of the greatest scorers to ever play in the game, played for the Boston Celtics. You know, um, a great scorer, John Havlicek. Man, Hyundai. i never forget that guy. Hyundai. Yep. But Vince, what what you think going to happen in this NBA? Well, you know what? Since I was racing, I, like you just said, I'm a selfish fan all for life. Then I saw something in them yesterday that lit me up. And then, believe it or not, they have the best three-pointer shooters in the league. A lot of people say go to state do. But the Celtics whole team shoot three. You know what I mean? And um, and they've been lighting it up. Yeah. It up. The, well, they, they have. The, the Celtics are playing well. But I don't they, think, you know, they, they say in, in the playoffs, uh, ain't nothing changed until somebody beats somebody on somebody's home court. Now, the Celtics defended their home court. They have home court advantage. Um, I really think John Wall, Bradley Beal, and that whole gang gonna play a whole lot better before this series before this series is over. I, I, I really think I think it's gonna be a much better series than than it than it than it, than what we saw yesterday. Now, I don't yeah. think one man can beat you, and I think if you can ever stop, if you can stop. Um, Isaiah Thomas, you stop the Celtics. That's all you got to do. And he, now he's not an easy person to stop. But if, like, like Charles Barkley said, if he don't get the ball, you keep the ball out of his hand. It, 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 nobody else sees him be able to score or make a play. He make plays for everybody. Yeah, but you know what? You know what? Five foot two, five foot three, five foot four. Five foot one, putting it on, and I can't believe he playing at that position now. I think um, I thought Buddy Bowl was a little short as bad as little guy. I would see him in um, the boy went to went to went to University of Florida. The coach from Florida, no, was not with well, coach with Norris alone, Mike Tao. But mm-hmm. now I see uh, it's very well that we got another Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, this guy's a very he's, he's a very um, dynamic player and very unique player. But I don't I don't I I don't really think that um, if if they take this game to six games and LeBron mm-hmm. wins in four. I think I think it's gonna be um, the it, it'll just whoever 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 LeBron is waiting for if he sweeps the series that he's in right now, I think it's gonna be a mute point. What happens with um with with with, with um it's gonna be a mute point. What happens in in any of these series in the Eastern Conference? Because I really think LeBron James is is just that good. Like I said. He likes rest, man. And, and LeBron and, and I don't think the Raptors have enough to do anything about LeBron James. I, I, I just don't think so. Now I think this this the Rockets and the Spurs series, Vince, 
It's gonna be something totally different. Hey man, we got Mike waiting on the line from Tennessee, and I don't want Mike to be gone when I call when I when I flip over to him. But hey, who you like in the championship before we let you go? Beta State. But I was still prepared for life. <laughs> we'll highlight you on the other side, Vince. Peace and love and hell grease, baby. I would die with Corey and Grant. I think Durant need one. I hope we get one this year, man, so we go to state. Uh, and I don't think Durant going to get one this year, man. You just can't do stuff like what he did and think it's going to turn out right, man. Some, what that old thing they said, karma is a you-know-what. So, hey, I think LeBron, I think Durant is still going to deal with some issues this year, man. And I tell, like I told Bruce Sapp last week, Kevin Durant is not healthy yet. We'll see you on the other side, Vince. We'll holler at you. Peace and love. Okay, well, God bless you. God bless you, my brother. Hey, Matt, we got, we got, uh, we got Mike on the line. What's going on, Bill? Hey, Mike, what's happening? What's happening, Mike? Man, I was been busy, man. I'm doing uh, a lot of work around the house last few weeks. Man, I've been doing the same thing, man. Same thing. You know, last week... I got got really excited this morning, though. What you do? What happened? I didn't know that uh, Houston was playing uh, San Antonio. Yeah. That's going to be fun right there. 9.30 9.30 Eastern Time tonight, baby. Oh. Man, that's going to be that's gonna be a lot of fun. Asking, who do you think going to take that game? You think Popovich got enough to stop um, the uh, bearded no, James me, me Harden? From, me, me being from Phoenix and watching uh, Mike D'Antoni coach and, and, the, and his style of play, I, I think that uh, Houston has a shot. If they, if they pull it together, I think Houston can uh, beat San Antonio, but it's going to be tough. You know, and speaking of Mike D'Antoni, um, can you imagine when he was coaching back when he was coaching, I think it was the New York Knicks, they used to complain about his style of play. His style of play would never work in the NBA. He shoots the ball too quick. All they do want to do is run and gun. And I think he coached, no, when he was coaching at Phoenix, they said his style of play could not, not work. But, hey, when he had the right people like Steve Nash, Tom Marion, Steve Nash, Amari yeah. Stoudemire. Yep. Yeah, yeah that's what he's got right now, James Harden. Yeah, man, and, and James Harden is a real deal. Yeah, they yes. got some shooters on that team, too. I, I don't know exactly who they are, but I know they got a squad. I watched them play a couple times. They're oh, yeah. Strong. Oh, yeah. Houston. Yeah. Yeah. They have this guy named Williams, Lou Williams. And uh, okay. they got him from the 76ers. He, oh, he is nothing but a three-point specialist. Yeah, yeah. so they have, they have a lot of shooters on that team, without question. And uh, I, I really think that that, that, um, that, um, that, that team is going to be doing some things in the, in, in the playoffs. I predict. That style, that style of play, that style of play is just hard to, hard to keep up with when you're running and, and shooting threes and and when they're dropping, I mean, it's hard to beat a team like that. And you got a, you got that weapon with James Harden, you know, who can just control, totally control a basketball game. I mean, it's just hard to beat sometimes. It is. It it, it really is. And and, oh. and I think that um, I it's think be that exciting. Houston, 
I really think that Houston is going to be the team yeah. that goes past the Spurs. Golden State. No, they're gonna they, they, they they're gonna take the Spurs. I think Houston's okay. gonna take the Spurs. And I I've already predicted them last week to be the team that wins the Western Conference championship <laughs> this year. Houston Rockets gonna win the Western Conference Championship this year. They're gonna beat the Spurs and go to state because Kevin Durant is not healthy. That's why they're gonna take it, man. Now I heard you say that Kevin Durant wasn't healthy. Is he on the court or is he hurt? What's going on with him? Well, he played, I think, one or two games in the last series, uh, and they, they swept in four, but uh he missed like two games out of this out of the four games in the series. Oh. Uh, they say his 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 calf now is bothering him, but he still has a big knee brace on. He didn't have the big knee brace on before he hurt he his knee during the um, Oklahoma. Yeah, no, he never had a big knee brace in Oklahoma. Didn't have a big knee brace on before this, before this season. So Man, it's gonna be interesting to see. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. Um. Um, with, with that whole Kevin Durant thing um, and, and the, the whole uh, Golden State thing. Yeah, I think Golden State is, is a great team. Utah Jazz, and, and I don't know if the Utah Jazz, they're giving them a run for their money, you think? I think the Utah Jazz is a, is a, is a very unique team. I think this guy, uh, Rudy Gobert, he's a, the, the freshman, from, he's 7'2". He's long. He gets up the court very fast. Uh, I think I think that presence inside could be a problem for uh, for Golden State. And Golden State shoots the ball very very well. They have a they have a NBA um um a, a, a NBA um uh, what am I thinking about? He, he made the All NBA team and this this kid named Howard, very good player. I tell you, man, he and he can really light it up. So, so what, I think, what, I, I, what I remember, I, what I remember about Utah was uh, on TNT one night. Uh, Charles was talking about uh, the Jazz, and he was saying that the Jazz were going to surprise some teams in the playoffs in the long run. He said because they were a tall team. Yeah, they are a very tall team. And this kid I'm talking about is Gordon Howard. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Gordon Hayward. Is a very good player, and they got this kid George Hill, who used to play for Orlando Magic and has played for a couple of other teams too. This guy Derek Favors has come around, and 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 he's been hurt. Um, I think he was hurt most of the season, but he's come around and turned into a good player. And man, the ancient one, Joe Johnson. I think Joe Johnson is the fourth leading scorer oh, in the history of the NBA. Proud so, about JJ. <laughs> yeah, and and, and 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 trust me, he's a three point specialist. Yeah, so when you got somebody that. like yeah, Rudy Gobert, at the buzzer too, at the buzzer anytime, and they got that old dude Mar Bars Dia. Bars Dia got gray hair playing in the NBA. Come on, man, what's up with that, man? <laughs> so hey, I really think that uh, I think I think that they can give this team. Uh, they're gonna give them a run. For they money got a lot of experience on that team, it sounds like, and I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, and they, and they got some players on that team. Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, and this guy, like I said, uh, Gordon Hayward, um, he 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 made the um, 
All NBA team this year. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, oh yeah, he's yeah. been around for a while. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's been around he's for a while, like about five or six years. So he's a real player. Hey, Mike, we're going to have to let you run. We got somebody waiting on the line here. We got a got Jay calling. I hope he's still holding on. Hey. All right. Well, Jay left us. And Mike, but Mike, how's the weather up there in, uh, in Tennessee? Oh, man, it's been crazy. We've had limbs flying everywhere at our house, man. House, cars, it's weather, wind is blowing everywhere. Nasty wow. weather, Nasty. It's been nasty over here. I was ready for the sun to shine. <laughs> Man, that's awful. Are you right in that? You right in that in that uh, bad weather belt, huh? Yeah, but it's supposed to come more tomorrow, supposedly. So I mean, it's just horrible weather over here. I'm, and then you and then you're out trying to do work around the house and stuff like that. Man, it's hard to get something done when it's pouring down rain and wind. Wow, you're right. So yeah, well, I mean, it's, just, you know, it's just that time of year, and we'll get through it. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I guess you guys are expecting more rain on Wednesday. Yeah, it's supposed to come, yep, Tuesday night into Wednesday, and, and hopefully it mellows out by the end of the week because I'm trying to, you know, do something. Hey, hey I understand, man. I understand. Yeah, and, we, and we've actually just had some pretty great weather here lately. It's been in the 80s and the 90s and a little bit oh. of wind, but not much. Um, I did some work on my own. Everything's been going pretty good then for you, huh? You ain't booked your next cruise, have you? Uh, uh, that's that's my favorite vacation in the whole wide world. It's hopping on a <laughs> boat and let's let and, and, and let them take care of me. You know what I mean? I like to be pampered. I like to call room service when I don't feel like getting out of bed and tell them to bring my bits and eggs down to the room. You know hey, what I'm saying? That's why I couldn't find you the last two days. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're I'll right. for two days for you, just so I can say later. And I couldn't find you not one minute of those two days. Hey, man. Well, hey, I'm telling you, Mike, it's nothing better than being pampered on a cruise. Yeah, yeah there's nothing better than running to Daryl Oliver while you're out on a cruise. <laughs> I'll tell you, man, it's a, it's it gives me something to look forward to throughout my week, you know, but on Monday. And I may not always remember, but man, when that text comes through, I'm like, "Oh yeah, time to catch up." All right, <laughs> hey, learn a lot listen to you. Hey, well, man, uh, I appreciate it, um, uh, Mike. I really do. I, I, uh -huh. I really do. Yeah. I appreciate you taking time out yep. of your, out of your life, and, and you know, and hanging out with uh, us and stuff. You know, that was awesome. Hey, man, that's no problem. You don't meet too nope. many people that are like you, man, you know, and I really do appreciate that. And I, like I said, I'm going to continue to call the show and talk on the show and learn from the show. Hey, well, don't you be a stranger. We hear every Monday night on VoiceAmerica.com, Sports Info UL. That's us yes, talking about the world of sports and everything that's going on on this world of sports from the NFL to the NBA in the NFL draft. And we even talk a little bit about Major League Baseball around here. Hey, Mike, we got to take a quick commercial break, but don't you be a stranger. Call us next Monday so we can talk some more sports. Oh, yeah. Definitely, though. Thanks a lot. Hey, guys, we'll be right back after these messages. Your 
internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Who do you feel the most important person is on a sports team? Is it the captain, the star player, or the fan? While it could truly be any of these individuals, more often than not, it's the coach. Listen for A Coach's Spirit with hosts Blake Rockwell and Kendall Allen. A Coach's Spirit offers a look into the human side of coaching and a chance to learn from some of the most impactful leaders in the game. Tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, um... It's a whole lot of bad stuff always going on in the world of sports. And uh, I don't know whether some of it is bad or some of it is uh, highly publicized because it is athletes. And, 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 and what a lot of athletes don't realize is that they're put in the same regard as movie stars and, and, and stars, per se, you know, um, that's that's how a lot of people perceive them. It's a lot of people would rather see Troy Aikman than 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 um, Clint Eastwood, you know. And that's just especially in Texas. And Clint Eastwood was a, a, a mega Western movie star. So I'm I'm saying it's just this people. A lot of athletes don't realize how much celebrity and stardom they have, you know, but when you're named Holyfield, you got to know that you got that you have, um, stardom and you're an athlete for university of Georgia. Well, Holyfield's son, uh, was smoking weed in the dorm. Well, they allegedly smoking weed in the dorm and, uh, he, uh, apparently someone smelled dead. They called the police a call of school security. They went up there. Um, 
he wouldn't let him in the room. So they had to get a warrant. They come back with a warrant. They go in the room. Out the window, they find some something that resembles marijuana. And um, and they find a glass pipe. It's just, oh, man, oh, come on. You know, you just can't do this kind of stuff when you, man, come on, walk in the woods or something. Go go somewhere. You can't do that in, in these dormitories nowadays. They don't even want you to smoke a cigarette inside. How you going to smoke weed inside? They don't even want you to smoke a cigarette inside. Hey, we got Tracy on the line. Tracy, what's going on? Hello? Hey. Oh, my God. Congratulations. What's going on? Hi, Uncle Darrell. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing so wonderful. Well, this is my niece. Tracy just had a baby. Was it Thursday, Tracy? Thursday. Yes, yes, sir. Oh, Tyler. my 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 newest nephew, Tyler, just came into the world on Thursday. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm so proud. Oh my goodness, I'm tickle pink. I really am. I'm ah, I can't wait to see him. I almost came to see you on Saturday, but I said no. I'll just wait. I was in Jacksonville. Um, uh, my grandson had a football game at University of North Florida. But I said, nah, I'll give Tracy a little time, but I'll get over there soon. You know, I have eight May- weeks also. You know, you can come up anytime. Okay, well, maybe this Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hey, have a um, question for you, the draft question. Sure, go ahead. So, um, you know, we're trying to be Jaguar fans here in Jacksonville because we stay here. And right. the Jaguars' first pick at number four was a running back. Even though a really, really great running back, the discussion that we had with Lee and James was that running back come a dime a dozen, maybe that wasn't – not that he's not a great player, but you probably could have got just as good as a running back in a different – at a lower number. What are your thoughts? Well, um, I think the Dallas Cowboys took Ezekiel Elliott last year, and he turned out to be a difference maker for them. And I really think that um, Leonard Fournette is a as good or better possibly than Ezekiel Elliott. And I think and I think that we have to trust one of the purest minds in in football, and that's Tom Coughlin. And I think we have uh-huh. to welcome him back as Jaguar fans, and we really have have to trust him that he made a good decision. And and the Jaguars have, if nothing else, they do not have a superstar on this team. They don't have anything that, that when you look at this team, you put him on the face of the poster and everybody in the NFL knows who it is. No, we don't have that. And I think this guy, Leonard Fournette, could possibly be, um, you know, he could be that superstar that the city needs, that the team needs, and someone that, that's going to be a, a, a breakaway threat every time he touches the ball. He's going to give his quarterback an opportunity to make plays because when they fake the ball into him, if he's having some good games back-to-back-to-back, I think people are going to have to respect that. So I think it's going to make a big difference. And, I, and like I said, I, I told one of our callers earlier that I trust Tom Coughlin. <laughs> Yeah. What do you think about the pick? I think it was a really good pick, and I think that we haven't had a good running back since Maurice Jones-Drew. And, you know, we were known for being a running back team, and maybe that's something that we need to get back to. Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, 
and, and some may say we haven't had a good team. We haven't had a good running back since Fred Taylor. You know. Yeah, that's true. And, yeah, and 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 I think Fred Taylor was a better running back to me than Jones Drew. Uh, I, I I just really think that Fournette will be a better running back than Jones Drew. I think he will. He's bigger. He's 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 as fast. If not, he's probably faster than Jones Drew was. The question with Fournette is um is he a every down running back? Can we can we rely on him on third down to catch the ball out of the backfield? And uh, and make big plays with his hands as well as his feet. Yeah, I'm looking forward to see what this is going to bring. I'm hoping with Tom Coughlin, you know, and we'll see a lot of good changes for the team. Yeah, and, and you know, he's he's back as a general manager uh, for this team, and and I I, I really think it's going to be. Um, I think it's. I think he's going to be a difference maker. I, I I really do. You know, um, before I let you go, um. The word is is that the L.A. Clippers, they got put out of the NBA playoffs yesterday uh, by the Utah Jazz. And is Doc Rivers and the L.A. Clippers going to be able to keep that team together? You know, um, DeAndre Jordan, uh, Paul. Uh, we know Paul Pierce, he has to retire. He's like 40 years old. So we know he's not <laughs> coming back. And then Blake, Blake Griffin, do you even want him back on that team? What do you think about that? Oh, Tracy. My thoughts is, I mean, you guys have made it to the playoffs so many times, but you haven't gone. Have they gone past the first round? I don't think so. Five years in a row. Why would you want to keep a team that can't remote past the first round? I agree. Why would you want to spend all that money? And Blake Griffin, come on, your big toe. Come on now. Wrap it up and keep going. Come on. It was not his toe. He's hitting an equipment manager, breaking his wrist or his finger or whatever, his pinky finger. Come on, man. Ronnie Locke cut part of his pinky finger off so he could play in a football game. I understand basketball is not football, but tape them together, man. Let's go. Okay, my grandma would have said, some duct tape and a little testing on it. You'll be okay. That's what I'm saying. Let's do this, you know? And you, and, and, and you got to wonder, you know, who wants Blake Griffin on their team? You know, it make you wonder how many how many teams around the NBA really want a guy that you can't rely on. And 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 the thing with Blake Griffin was he was just so explosive three years ago. You know, he was just could just jump so high and almost take two people on his back to the rim. Exactly. Now he just doesn't have that explosion anymore. And um and and without that explosion, his game is just. Okay. So I joined the I joined the show a little late, and I don't know if you talked about it already. But what are your thoughts about PG thirteen? Who? Uh, Paul George. You, are you think he's gonna be in? Uh, oh, 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 Paul George. Um, I really think Paul George is leaving um, Indiana. You know, he's been there for a while, and, and some of these guys, the markets are just not big enough for them. You know, Kevin Durant, um, for instance. The market in in um, in Oklahoma just was not the California Oakland Cali Oakland California uh, L A California market for these guys. Mm -hmm. And when we look at Paul George, you know, he'll probably make almost as much money off the court playing for the playing for the Lakers as he would on the court. You know, so I think he's probably going to be leaving. The only problem yeah, is with a lot of these guys, 
lot of these guys, they like like Chris Paul. He's at the end of his contract, but he's probably not going anywhere because he can make more money staying with the Clippers than he could going in there and and chase, wait for them to build a team around him. Or does he really want to go to L.A. and maybe build a team in L.A.? Exactly. I mean, look at now, Chris Paul. How many commercials do you see him in now versus before? I think Los Angeles has a lot to do with that. And I I think Los Angeles has a lot to do with it. And I think that would be the same thing for um, for Paul George. So he'd make the money regardless of where he is. But does he have that much loyalty to, to Indiana? I don't think so. I think he's from Los Angeles, too. He's going to become a brand. I can see it now. I can see it now, too. I, 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 I really can. Yep. Now, um, you, you know... Um, they they're bringing they're bringing love and hip hop to Miami, and one of my homeboys, Bryant McKinney, is going to be on the show. It's been announced, Bryant McKinney, and he's doing it. Uh-huh. He's one of the largest human beings I ever seen in my life. This dude got to be like <laughs> six eight. 400 pounds. He's, he's huge. May not be 400. Maybe 380. But oh my uh-huh. god. But he's going to be on the show um, Love and Hip Hop Miami. So look for Brian McKinney on the Love and Hip Hop Miami show. And uh, You know that's one of my guilty pleasures so I have to look for it. You're right. Yeah, you know, we all have that. It's an undercover guilty pleasure. A lot of people don't like to, don't like to talk about it. But we all undercover like that love and hip hop you know I'm telling you make sure you give me an autograph Uncle Daryl oh I will he's a good dude too Brian Brian is he's, he's, a, he's a real real nice guy uh, real nice guy and, and before we let you go Tracy what do you think about this guy Joe Mixon the guy that knocked this lady out um, and he was drafted in the second round by the um, by, by the Cincinnati Bengals I think twofold. I think number one, isn't that the same one where the girl hit him first and he hit it back? Uh, she pushed him. He he knocked her out. Video tape or something like that. Yeah, yeah, they had it on videotape. It was awful. Yeah, yeah it was. I think you know at, at some point we all deserve second chances, and I think you know who are we to judge? You know, at the end of the day, if if this team thing that they that this is a one time off and they have the the support system that can help him with his anger management. Why are we? Why are we demand, uh, deny this man a career? Okay, I I I love that answer. You know, uh, University of Florida uh, in the sixth round by the Cleveland Browns, and uh, Cleveland says they're not even sure they're going to pursue him after drafting him, and this is because apparently he hit a woman with an open fist. Um, and he went to University of Florida. Apparently, the lady did the same thing as him, uh, Mixon. He, she pushed him, and he punched her with a closed fist, um, apparently causing the lady to lose one of her teeth or something. So, I, you know, we, we, we really, have to, really have to know who we are. And more than anything, we got to control our anger. And, our, and our, you know, if, if nothing else, we can control how we feel 
no matter what, that's one thing we can control is how we feel. At, at our saddest moments, we can think about something that make us smile, make us happy, and we can really get our mind off of something that make us so very sad. And even anger appears to be the easier than sadness to take your mind off of. It at our maddest, at our maddest, 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 we can stop, take a minute, gather ourselves, and realize that it's not worth being that mad about. And we definitely need to do that with our children. Tracy, you know, thank you so much for calling and being a part of Sports Info UM show. All right, you guys have a great evening. Hey, thanks a lot. Hey, guys, that was Tracy calling, giving me my newest member of my family, Tyler. Oh, my goodness. We're so happy to have Tyler in our family. Ah, beautiful young man, too. Got big hands. I think he's going to be a wide receiver or at least maybe he might be a center fielder. You never know. Hey, guys, I had a great week. Um, Matter of fact, one one of my highlights of the week is going to have lunch with one of the students that I work with in the golf program every Thursday. But at the same time, sometimes you go into something thinking it's going to be so great. And someone asks you a question that could really change your whole world. A young man asked me, have you ever seen your father? He said, have you ever seen your daddy? Like, until the day he died. And I was like, then, then I had to pause. And I asked him, have you, have you ever seen yours? And he said, no. Guys, thanks for calling. Thanks for being a part of Sports Info UM show. And guys, trust me, I'm going to make something happen for that young man, Kevin, that didn't know, because I'm going to make him know a little bit about me. Thank you for being a part of this show. We'll be back next week with more sports information. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.